What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. In this business breakthrough session, I sit down with Jack, uh, a longtime Instagram follower of mine, finally reached out. We finally connected, and he wanted uh, some advice on how to handle his current situation in his business. And uh, we'll get into that, obviously, as you listen to the breakthrough session. But one thing that really stood out to me is how hard change really is. And um, I know that there's a lot of you out there that are just so good at doing one aspect of your business and adopting a new way to do things uh, is just extremely uncomfortable, extremely hard. There's a lot of uncertainty. Uh, And all I can really give to you is a message of just push through get through it, do it and learn, you know, here real quick before we, before we start this thing, you guys know, I'm starting a software company drip jobs. Do you know how much uncertainty comes with that? I mean, I don't know how to code, right? So that's scary. I don't know how to, you know, do a lot of things, but I have this mentality that I'm going to push through and I'm going to be resourceful. I'm going to find who needs to help me when I need the help and how to do it and ask as many questions as I need to. But ultimately that will, uh, help this endeavor become successful because of that mentality and just staying put and not putting yourself out there and not doing what's uncomfortable. Uh, there's no, there's no reward in that. So you don't get a reward without that risk. So if you're in your business and you have this area of your business where you just feel like, you know, you're just afraid of, or you're intimidated by, and that's, what's inhibiting your growth. It's time to get uncomfortable and it's time to be comfortable getting uncomfortable. So that's my message to you. Enjoy this business breakthrough session. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right. They're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener. It's so much better. And that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time. And that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat. And that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets podcast. What's up, everyone? What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Business Breakthrough. I'm here with Jack, a longtime uh, follower of mine on Instagram. We finally got a chance to connect. He owns Paint Kings in the United Kingdom. So I already have a bunch of questions, but I know this is a coaching session. So I'll let you kind of tell me what's going well in your business and what was the purpose for you reaching out, man? What's an area of your business that you know you could use some help in? Everywhere. <laughs> Everywhere. Well, we're, we're always learning. That's 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 I me. That. I'm always learning. If you can learn, learn, learn. You can learn a five-year-old, man. You can learn learn from a two-year-old. You can learn from a six-year-old. I love so it. So I'm always, always trying to improve, always trying to do better. I don't say we are the best. I say we try to be the best. Does that make try sense? Try to be the best. I if love it. If you that. say you are the best, then you have to live up to that name. Right. Does it make you sense? You say you're the best. You, I think that sounds like you don't, you don't need to learn anything else, right? That's it. That's it. So when you say you, you, tr- you, tr- you try to be the best, and people reward you and, and blow, blow your own trumpet, then it's, it's okay. Then yeah, we're gonna take that. <laughs> cool, cool. I like that, man. So, well, let's start with this. Tell me about what your day to day looks like. That's where I want to go. Tell me what your day to day looks like. What do you do on a daily basis in your business? At the moment, I have two businesses. Okay. 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 For the, since the pandemic up until now, I've still got two businesses. I don't know why. I don't know why I've done this <laughs> move, but I've done it. And the bank balance is going like this because I'm gotcha. taking money out from here to put it in there and it's too much. So, Wait, so tell me about the two business. types of businesses that you have. What, what do you do? So it's two different businesses, two different, totally different businesses. So prior to painting, I'll tell you a bit about my history. Okay. So prior to painting, I was doing the fast food industry for the age of 16 all the way to the age of 30. Wow. Okay. Single guy, late nights, finishing up, have a few, that's fine. And then okay. once I got settled down with a woman, I got married, I thought, right, knuckle down, late nights, I can't do, I need to change it up. And then okay. I bought myself a van. Once I bought myself a van, it moved up where I like painting. I love painting, like me, just generally. But sure. then when I seen the spraying side, I said, this is what I want to do. Okay. So spraying kind of opened your eyes up to the possibilities. Yeah. Yeah. So this is where I went the whole hog. I started the company in 2016, doing it slowly, 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 slowly. I started off on like minimal 
it's like 30 pound a day which is rock bottom prices okay so built it up built it up built it up all the way up until this march when i had see it's a blessing because i had my first child which is my daughter and then at the same time within a few weeks i bought a different business which is a dessert bar okay okay so so let me recap for the audience you have a painting business from 2016 um you've been growing it, growing it, growing it. And you're at a place now where you're happy with the growth. And then you decided this year to start a dessert bar as well. Okay. So let me ask you this. How many people work for you in the painting business? No one at the moment. Okay. Because my, my hours are like all over the place. I'm starting late here. So it's not suitable for me to employ somebody because they'll get, they can't work around me. Does it make sense? So I've got, well, it it makes sense to you, but Mm -hmm. to me coming come from my perspective, it doesn't make sense at all because I'm the type of person that says you are the business owner. Your time is much more valuable outside of the business rather than inside the business because ultimately whenever you clock in in your own business i know that it sounds weird but that's what you do every time you pick up a a a paintbrush or a sprayer you're clocking in for paint kings and there's an hourly wage that you're accepting as a wage for your services in your own business because if that were somebody hiring you, you'd be working inside of Paint King. So whatever that hourly wage is, is what you valued yourself at on a daily basis. When you and I both know as a business owner of of multiple businesses, which you clearly have the enthusiasm, which is a lot different than many people do in, in our society. You have that, that itch as an entrepreneur, your value is much more greater outside of the business. So for you to say that, it doesn't make sense for you to bring someone inside the business because your hours are up and down, up and down. Well, it's simply because you're not spending enough time finding more opportunities because you're so busy painting. Correct. Right. So to be honest, you and I both know that you're probably stretched pretty thin. You gave me an analogy today of really what's going on in the bank account it's dropping because you're taking money from painting and you're trying to stimulate the ice cream business and, or the dessert business. And then if you make good money in the dessert business, you, you probably use that to cover your painting costs and it's all over the place. Yeah. The problem you're going to run into, and we can get us get outside of the painting business now is that don't take the business principles that you know, inside of the painting business into the dessert business, because if anything is true here, I'm going to take a wild guess. Who's working in the dessert business with you? Is it you doing that by yourself as well? Uh, correct. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, you're going to get yourself in a position where neither of the businesses are going to be successful. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Okay, good. So I'm just being honest and I want, let's get that out of the way. I like that. I like that. Good work with that because I'm, 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 I try to be a problem solver instead of just uh-huh. looking at the problem. So I'll tell you, okay, this is the problem. I can work, Let's with, be with. I can work with that. That's, that's great. Cause some people get offended. And if you get offended no, no, because no, of that, no. then you're going to stay there. I'm not, I don't, I, I don't judge. I think that you're excited. I think that it's a good thing that you start businesses. I think that, uh, you know, that's a bold thing to do. Um, in, in our world today, especially during a pandemic to start another business. But I honestly believe Jack, that if your painting business was as successful as we both know it should be, you wouldn't have needed to start that dessert business. And if you really have a passion for dessert and you really want to get that out to the world, it would be much more fun to do that when your painting business is running itself and you could do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if yeah, that's your passion, yeah. I love that. And I think that it goes for the same because I want to give some context here. I believe that you're also passionate about painting, you know? It's, 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 it's made me realize once I was taken away from painting, it's in the painting industry, okay, you could, oh, the only person that can let you down is yourself. If you're a painter, just you haven't got a company, you're a painter, you work for yourself and that's it. You're doing a job for somebody. The only person that can let you down 
is yourself. Correct. But when you're relying on others and they let you down and it's hard work when you've got, it's different when it's guys, because you can say F, Y, Z to them. But when it's girls who are working with, and you have to have a different softer approach to talk to them. I don't think, I don't think that's true. I think in that the UK, in the UK, they're a lot touchy and sensitive. Okay. Well, maybe, maybe yeah. in the UK, I feel like in, yeah. you know, if you do something wrong, you did something wrong. I think that the tonality yeah. can, I, I don't, I'm not vulgar to my guys. I'm yeah. not disrespectful to my guys when they do something yeah. wrong. I think it comes yeah. down to how the leader treats people, whether they're a female right. or a male. I think there's a certain right. way to get your message across in a way that comes across respectful. But ultimately, if someone in my business is doing something wrong, I'm going to point it out to them because ultimately it's either wrong or it's right. I don't need to be vulgar to you to get my point across. You either did it wrong or you did it right. You know, and Correct. if it continues, then you won't work for me anymore. Very simple. Yeah. So in terms of that dynamic, I get it. But really what I want to do is help solve the problem here. And I'm looking at somebody who's passionate about business, but has not mastered one yet. And if you aren't at a position where you've mastered one, to start another one is, is taking away time from you to master the painting business. And Correct. you reached out to me. I'm, a, I'm, not a, I'm not a restaurant here. I almost was. I managed restaurants. And I know that that has actually a higher demand time than painting does because the hours extend past five o'clock when you're selling desserts, right? Correct. So I understand that that's more of a time commitment, you know? Um, but, but let's go back to the painting business because I really yeah. want, I really want you to get this. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. so you have a certain amount of time during the day. Okay. Yeah. Whatever you create in this life is a sum total of the amount of time that you spend and where you spent it. Okay. If the goal of your painting is to grow the business, any time that you clock in to paint, which is a majority of your time, you're doing the exact opposite of what your goal is. Because when you paint, you're not growing your business at all. Just so you know, there's no growth happening with a brush or a sprayer in your hand at all. This is a major problem. Okay. Growth occurs when money is transacted from a sales interaction, which is the result of a marketing effort. Okay. You see how the cycle works? Correct. Yes. Right. So one benefit that we have nowadays is that a lot of the marketing for your services is automated. Okay. That means that I know that in the UK, they have all sorts of lead services. If someone, if I'm a homeowner in the UK, I don't care where I am. If I need a paint contractor, what would be the first step for me nowadays in the UK, just so I can stay up to date with what's going on over there? What would it, what would the average homeowner do to find a painting contractor? Google. Google. Okay. So let me ask you this. If I lived in the UK and I Googled a painter in my area, would paint Kings come up? That's a good question because only today I got an email from a company to say we in our area, we are one of the top three companies on Google. Uh, that Jack, are... I'm going to come at you right now, brother, because I want you to take ownership here. If you don't know the answer to that, aside from somebody telling you, we're looking at a problem because that needs to be something that you do on a regular basis is Googling your own company. Yeah. I mean, it's, if, if you're telling me that the number one place in the United Kingdom where people are searching for services is Google, then every morning when you wake up, you should be looking and seeing where you are and who's there ahead of you and what yeah. you need to do, be doing to get up there. Yeah. Okay. Being yeah. honest, you shouldn't wait yeah. for a random marketing email for someone to come tell you this so they can sell you the services. Yeah. I, I prior to that email, I... Was li I listened to Gary Vee. So, you know, do you, have you heard of Gary Vee? Of course. Yeah. So Gary Vee talks about Google AdWords and stuff. I haven't sussed it out in terms of how it works and all that, because with everything going on, you can't fit everything in. So I, now and then I might just search and find out. So I was thinking of in my local area to do this, but I thought, okay, let me just try and see painters near me, what comes up and what comes up. And we were in the top two or three about eight months ago, we were top. You know eight. why that happened? Because you Googled painters near me and you live near you. So all it did 
was find you. But if someone 10 miles away Googled painters near me, you're not going to come up. Yeah. That's why that happened. So it was actually a false read because yeah. that's the Google finds your location and then you Google painters near me. Well, you're right there. <laughs> yeah. 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 I understand what you mean. Yeah. I understand what you're trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's, 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 it's like generally whenever somebody rings us and says X, Y, Z, can you give me a price or quote or price? I'll ask them. I'll say, Oh, where did you get our number from? General question. Oh, we got it from such a person, or we got it from Google, or we got it from here. It's not Facebook, even though I see Facebook, Instagram, the social media. They're like the BBC ones, BBC twos, the the right. what everybody's looking at nowadays on the TV. Right. So everybody's looking at different Yeah, yeah. You have a good understanding, so, and I think that we're. Let me pause there because I want to hit on that because Facebook is a different lead flow. I I liken it to this. I'm going to give you an example of the differences, not only for you but for the context of our episode yeah. here. Is that, that if you're, I picture Facebook leads as if somebody's sitting on Netflix, watching Netflix and someone knocks on their door and interrupts them watching Netflix and says, Hey, by the way, do you need a paint job? And they might say, well, I'm watching Netflix right now, maybe later. Right. But Google is if somebody actively seeks for the service as opposed right. to being interrupted. So totally different. We definitely want Google to be one of our top uh, lead generation companies. Yeah. Now I'm going to ask you a very another simple question. How many Google reviews does your company have on Google? Uh, compared to others, this is what I'm trying to do is we have only nine. Okay. Okay. But compared to the other painters in our location, we have the most. Well, that's a, that that doesn't say much. But what I think that you should do is set your own standard because I don't compare myself because I have. Uh, 110 on Google right now. And the next okay. competitor's 59. I could have stopped at 70 and said, well, the next competitor has 70. I know that new reviews will boost me up further. So I'm keeping the foot on the pedal to make sure uh, that people are, 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 you know, finding me. So I want to get back to our original point because I don't want to go too deep into Google. You can research yeah, yeah. AdWords, SEO. It's pretty yeah. simple. It's a matter of either you do it yourself or you hire someone to do it. I'm a proponent of paying for somebody else to do it so you can focus on what you're good at. So the yeah. idea is, you know, the idea is, Jack, you're, you're, we're looking at a dire situation here. Unfortunately, you are 100% responsible for what happens in your business. Right now, as you sit here and talk to me, you're not making any money at all. Okay. No. Bank account isn't moving. Okay. No. Difference is not bragging. I want you to see, I'm sitting here talking to you. I have jobs going, money's coming in. Deposits are going to be made today as I sit here and have this conversation with you, okay? You're not that far away from that being your re reality as well. And actually, my passion is helping you get there because I believe that every contractor deserves to get to that point after they've put in their time. And because you took the risk to start a business, which many people do not, you're, you're taking the risk to reach out and learn about how to market, how to sell and do all these things. So you can provide opportunity for people to work under paint Kings and provide a good service. What's but, your biggest, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Like some, some contractors have the fear that when they hire people, they won't uphold the same standard that no. they have. Okay. So for you, I'm thinking that the biggest drawback is the fact that you're not confident that you will have enough work for the individuals that you bring on and you don't want that to occur where you have, is that true? Correct. Yes. Okay. So let me ask you a question. Be not like very straightforward here. Okay. Yeah. You had a baby. Yes. Correct. When you had a baby, did you work harder or did you take your foot off the gas? Harder. Harder by default, right? I mean, you have a new responsibility. I think you told me you started a new business, right? Right after the baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so right, I would yeah. say you worked a lot harder. I mean, you know, yeah. you had to get creative, right? You were like, hmm, this painting business isn't going to do it. I should probably think about starting something else, right? The, the, the other business, it was just an investment for me because I knew it was pretty simple. Build it up, sell it. But I'm at a stage where I'm not even building it because I'm, my time's been taken away from both. Time's so I'm not moving away. forward on both. So this so, is why my direction is like, okay. But the mindset go. was, all I'm thinking about is the creativity here, dude. All I'm thinking about is the fact that you had a new child and you were creative and it maybe gave you a push 
to think, okay, I should actually build this up and sell it. So I would have something greater than what I have now. Right. Yeah. That's the yeah. core. Okay. It's the same thing when you hire a new employee. And the reason I say that is because you know that someone's counting on you. And when you know that someone's counting on you, that you've made a promise to that out of every other company in your area chose to work for Jack yeah. and his company, there's yeah. a certain level of motivation that occurs that'll, that'll pull out the creativity and the resourcefulness that you need to sell the jobs to keep that individual busy. Would you agree? Correct. Yes, you're right. There's, you're gonna, right. there's never a right time brother. There's never a right time to, because to, here's the reality, right? If we look at what the perfect time would be to bring help on, would you say that there's like this idea that you would have four weeks of work lined up and then you'd feel comfortable bringing the help on? Or would it make more sense to bring the help on first, get to know them, train them at a slow pace and have more confidence when you sell the jobs because you know you have help to do them instead of when you go into the job thinking, man, this is a lot. I got to do all this. I'm going to rack up the price because if I'm going to do this and then you wind up not getting the job at all because the competitor has a team of three, he lowers the price at a lower margin because he's going to sell another one. And now you're wondering why you have no work. Correct. So my Number one suggestion, you're going to have to take the risk. Investing is risky. Having a baby is risky. Going into business is risky. Hiring someone is risky. But let me, let me, let me paint this picture real quick, and then I'll let you chime in because I, I know I over-talk here, but I want to get my message across, man. Yeah, I, want you to, I want you to take this and run with it, brother, because you have two businesses now, both of which I know if you get systems in each one, they'll be wildly successful. You're not the only person who's – who has two businesses, the difference between the successful people that have two businesses and the people that are sitting here wondering why each one isn't growing is because they have systems in place in each one. You're That's right. it. Yeah. Very simple. Okay? You're right. Yeah. So, so my, my thought is at the end of the day, I know that you can find one job. Okay. If you find just one job that will span out for three days. Okay. If you and the other person do it together, Okay. Now, what if the other person does it by himself? You say, listen, I'm going to hire you to do this job by yourself. Just walk with me here. And that takes him five days to do, right? But you yeah. pay him handsomely. Okay. Yeah. That gives you five whole days to find another one. Okay. So you have five days for five straight days. If I locked you in a room and I said, Jack, you got to find a job. Would you find that job? More than likely. Yes. More than likely. You would get extremely resourceful, okay? So yeah. I know that you're going to find one more job from him. And guess what? You might find it on day two. So now you have a eight-day buffer, mm -hmm. okay? That yeah. either – and now, now guess what? Now you have an eight-day buffer, but you're not going to just stop there, Jack. You're going to find another one. Now you have a 13-day buffer with one guy. And then maybe you find another one that whole week. Maybe you sold four jobs that whole week. You were resourceful. You, you were growing your business that week. And now you have jobs for two weeks. And then you might say, you know what? Let me get this guy some help. Now that may squeeze your window down to 10 days. Okay. But guess what? Now you're, now you're moving. And then now you know the system. You're like, okay, I got to find work for these two guys. So you repeat the process, you repeat the process, you repeat the process, and then you learn marketing and then you learn sales. And now you can, now you're selling for these guys. And while you're selling it, guess what? You're taking a break and you're working on your dessert business because all you're doing is you're on the phone trying to work deals. Tell me how far away that reality is, because I feel like you could get started on that today. I think what you're talking about, I could probably get it done in a month. In a month. And you're free. Easy. Oh, right. Jack got so excited he threw his phone. <laughs> uh, one second. The there you are. So yeah. easily, right? So easily, yeah. you could you could get that done within within a month. Okay. Yeah. The 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 thing is is it's going to be risky. Now here's here's your insurance policy because you might think, you know, I don't know if I could do this. Right. The insurance policy is this you know, you have a little bit of a buffer when you hire somebody, right? So let's say you conduct interviews this week. Today's Monday. 
And let's say you conduct interviews and you stretch it out and you say, okay, the interview's Thursday. You just bought yourself four days before you even commit to hiring somebody. Let's say you schedule three interviews on Thursday. Then you say, okay, great. We start next Wednesday. <laughs> okay. So now what did you do? You bought yourself another five days or Thursday to the Wednesday is six yeah. days. Okay. So that whole time you should be working on selling jobs. So when that guy starts, mm -hmm. he's got work lined up for him. You see what I'm saying? So you have that yeah. buffer of time that you can pace out to say, okay, you're starting Thursday of next week and you'll be starting. People will be like, okay, great. That sounds great. <laughs> They'll be excited. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt you there, Janet. Uh, what you say, I've already done. I've had guys where there's been like the biggest job we've ever done was about two, three years ago. It's a big restaurant. Uh, we had on our budget, but I lowered the budget to get it under onto our CV type thing. And we had four guys working. Okay. Four guys. By the end of the job, there was only one guy, which is me. Okay. Reason being attitude, the way they were to the customer, the way they were on site, there was so many problems. Okay. So I think I grew too quickly to jump to four people. Okay? Let me ask you this. So, yeah. Don't he hasn't don't put me off. Don't get me wrong. He has put me off. It's never put me off. No. I will. I, will. Yeah. I want to help. How, tell me how you found these four guys. Um, through a friend, I think. Through somebody. I think it was through somebody. Yeah. You married? Yeah, correct. How did you find your wife? <laughs> I knew you were going to ask me that. <laughs> I knew I was coming. You knew it was yeah, coming, dude. Exactly. You know it was coming, and you trust yeah. your wife, and you love your wife, and you and yeah. she's committed to you, and you're committed to her. Yeah. That's your problem. It's it's how did the relationship start? If you heard about four guys that have a pulse and a paintbrush, well, guess yeah. what? You're not guaranteed to get four polite guys that give a give a, give a you know what about your business? Okay, mm -hmm. I'm talking about. If you want to find good people, it takes time, man. I mean, you got to sit down with them one-on-one -on -one and be a professional and say, hey, listen, our company isn't just about painting. It's about treating people well. How do you feel about that? Oh, you know, I don't care about people. I just want to paint. Well, great. You start tomorrow. No, no, thank you, man. Appreciate it. I'm looking for something. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. this yeah. is a process and your yeah. business is, a, all your business is, is labor. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's all you're offering to the marketplace. So it's worth the investment to actually give people the best quality labor that you can find. And sometimes it requires a little bit more than just asking your friends. It requires you sitting down, phone interview, in-person interview, you know, Google check, social media check, background check. If yeah. you want the best labor in town, I have gotcha. the best labor in town. Go read our reviews. Every review talks about our team. Every single one. I don't go to jobs because I spend time on the hiring. My hiring process is, is gruesome. Mm -hmm. But look at the results. So why would I change it? Yeah. If it's not, if it's not broken, why fix it? You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. So yes. Do I believe that you bringing four guys on off the bat? That scares me. Yeah. I think that it, I would never do that. I would start with one guy and build a relationship and get to know this person and, mm -hmm. and work alongside of him if I have to. And then, and then add someone to him because you need to learn the personality. You can't just throw four guys together. You got to learn guy number one and see what makes him tick or what type of leader he is. And then that's when you hire the next one. There's when I hire people, I think, will he get along with him or is this personality going to conflict? Yeah. I don't just when, bring people on now. When, 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 when that approach, I was doing that for the dessert place, this is the same approach. I said to the guys from day one, I said, right, I'm not changing the thing until you guys decide to leave. So the new owners is going to be me. I'm not changing. I'm not firing. I'm keeping it the same. Until you guys decide to leave, that's when you let me know and I start hiring. And then I'm going to start hiring like the way you just said. I'll be doing that with the dessert place. And the team fits. And the reviews on there are extremely good on the dessert place. So I'm learning everything Good. from there what you're talking it's about a system. from this side of the business so i'm still learning does, does it make sense yeah. so what in terms of so can hiring, i ask you a question i love that you said to cut yeah. you off because i don't want you to miss yeah. this and i have to yeah. cut you yeah. off here okay because i because I, I want you to get this 
So imagine you being the investor of Paint Kings coming into Paint Kings, even though you're Paint Kings, but one day Paint Kings is going to be separate from you. Why is the standard being held so high over here rather than your own baby, the business that you built, the business that you created? What's the difference? The difference is, is that you know that the customers who go to that dessert place expect greatness and over at Paint Kings, nobody's watching. So the standard drops. So you need to go into Paint Kings and I know you're learning, but I want you to get that because it's so important, man, is that you need to come into Paint Kings with that same mentality, that same standard of hiring and, and developing a team and a system to do what you want the way you want it every single time. Correct. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, the reason why I reached out to you was to try to grow, but I don't want to grow too quickly. But with paintings, I've always said that uh, one day it can be like a team of five, a team of seven, because I've done it's proven with the dessert place in terms of hiring and firing and the way it is. And this is like the dessert place I'm learning. So right. the painting side is like it's second nature to me. So when a customer rings me up and I say, why is this? And I ask them three different, four different questions, for instance. Why is this happening? Why is that happening? Why is this? It's probably because of this. It's probably without even me going there. So if I had somebody who's working for me and they ring me up and say, this happened on the site or this happened, I'm like, have you tried doing this? Have you tried doing that? So without me actually even going there, these guys know what to expect. Absolutely. So I add value to them. Does it make sense? It does. But for me, from me, from becoming a self-employed person to becoming a contractor, it's a big jump because I've not done that. Does it make sense? So that approach that you are trying to tell me to do, it's, I don't know how it works in, in, in America, but over here, it's like, when you see someone like that, you get the best of jobs. Trust me. When, you, when, you are, when you're a contractor, you get the best of jobs and you want to be on them jobs. And you're like, these guys have done like two hours work and they're just chilling out. You know what I mean? And they're getting paid to chill out. But why are you doing that? Does it make sense? Why why can't we do that? So I've always tried to think, okay, let's learn how. Let's and I've seen that we've been following you, and I'm thinking, okay, this is what people are on. And this guy is systems. It's all about systems with you, which is fine, which is good. And that's with in any business, it's a system. Once the system's set up, all you need to do is manage it. Once you right. manage it, then you just need to monitor it and keep it on. It's like you're saying, it's a baby. You just keep keep tabs on it. Every now and then, show a little visit. I like the way Ryder does it. Ryder does exactly the same thing, right? But I don't know about his system because he's never talked to me about it. And I look at Ryder thinking, that's what I want to be. Well, I don't know what team or how many team of a mind or a company you have, but I'm I know Ryder's got like four this. teams or something. I think, I think uh, this is what I'm concerned about. I'm concerned about that you have this vision of automating your business and it looks a lot bigger than you're making it sound like that. It's looking a lot big. The way you make it sound, it looks really big, right? It's like you have, you're, you're doing all these jobs and it's automated. You have these big teams. You have to learn first how to crawl before you walk. And right. to me, you still need to make it up in your mind that you're not allowed to paint anymore. Like, I'm sorry. You got the paint life hat on. You love to spray. You, you, you embody this, 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 profession i love the passion transition that passion into teaching other people and being a manager and developing them passing the torch giving them a place to work and perfect their craft if you want to pop in and do a little painting here and there just to satisfy you cool just like me sometimes i like to go do an estimate you know every once in a while just to make sure that i i still got it man you know yeah, yeah, yeah. um yeah. but but that's the first step. And I'm my biggest concern, just being honest with you, I hope I'm wrong, is that after we get off this conversation, okay, you're going to go right back to doing everything yourself. And, and, and I can't have that because that means that I wasted your time and you wasted my time and I can't have it. So I need to know what are you going to do after this call today that's going to be any different than what it, you would have done had we not spoken? More than likely, uh, one of the businesses have to go and it won't be paintings, okay? That's my mind I've made up anyway. So the dessert place is going to go because it's taking up too much of my time. I meaning think that's I'm too much. I think, I think, although that I, I see that it's taking up a lot of your time, I think the process of you having to let that go is going to take too long anyway because you got to transfer paperwork, 
You got to do that's that's like weeks away from now. I'm talking about let's go back. Like the, there's action to be taken now in terms of like you hiring somebody even though you don't have work. That's okay. I would be proud of you because ultimately I know you have I don't know what pounds trans what does pounds translate to dollar? Uh, I think it's uh, roughly, it's like $50. It's like uh, to the pound, it's, it works out £100, pounds, $50. One, oh, I just Googled it. One pound is a dollar 35. So it's pretty close. Yeah. So I'm going to say 500 pounds. Is that 500 bucks about? Mm -hmm. Just around. Okay. Worst case scenario, if you don't find work for the week that you promised this person, would you, you, you can pay them 500 bucks to stick with you for another week. Could you, if you had to, yeah. Yeah. you're a good person and you really want yeah. them on your team. So yeah, yeah. either way, either way, you have an artificial bubble. You have the bubble that you can create in the time that you start vetting people and you actually bring them on board. Okay. And then you finally, and then you have the bubble of when you say they're going to start this whole time. I'm talking the same time you put out an ad to hire somebody should be the same exact time that you start looking for work and scheduling that work in the future to line it up. And my, my rule for you is you're not allowed to paint the next job. So you need to find somebody. And when you create those barriers, okay, I can't paint this one. I have to find someone to do it. You'll be forced to be creative and resourceful. But that's the only option I see for you to have any success with your painting business, unless I'm missing something. So what you're saying, Tanner, is basically, if I want to grow my company, I can't paint. Yeah, I'm 100% saying that. Because when you're painting, you're not growing, you're producing the result of growth. Okay? Mm -hmm. Okay? Does Amazon grow when packages are being fulfilled? Correct. So you're fulfilling you're yeah. Even though it's a passion, even though it's a passion, they love, just, they love when people get the packages. Everyone yeah. loves the final job. As much as I love being there and seeing the customers, see the, I love it. I'm better here in the office, making calls, marketing, scheduling. If I have to, I'm better at that than in my business. I have to, I know my place as a business owner. And this is the big challenge for contractors is, they, they were successful in starting a business because they were good with their hands, okay? But that's like saying somebody's starting Amazon because they can package things well and mail it. Mm -hmm. And if no one's buying the things, guess what they can't do anymore? Package things and mail it. Yeah. So, okay. yes, that is exactly what I'm saying. The more you paint, the, the, you're, you're, the less you succeed. Okay. Can I ask how you started? Sure. In terms of dropping, like, because uh, you obviously used to paint, you started off from one. How, yeah. many, how, many, how many people on your team? So right now I have nine people working for me in my painting Good business. number. Yeah, good, good number. number. And, I, and I'm yeah. going to keep it there so do I can you, still see I my don't dwell, I, Yeah, sorry. To, I don't want to dwell into finances and stuff. Do you work off, like, in terms of obviously profits and stuff, do you work off percentages or do you just work off, this is what they get paid and this is what the company makes. And do you take a salary or how does it work? So then I know. Oh, sure. So from a bird's eye view that there's two ways for a business owner to make money in a business. I can draw a salary or I can take a distribution, which is a bonus from the corporation. Okay. Cause my company is an S corporation. So I'm also a 100% shareholder of premium painting. So therefore, okay. what shareholders receive in terms of money are dividends. dividends. Okay. Dividends. So I take dividends from the profits of premium painting. And I also take a salary for assuming the role of CEO. Okay. So there's a, there's a salary that I have to take as an S corp uh, entity. Okay. So I take a salary, although I would prefer not to because you know, you have to pay taxes as an employee of your own company. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there's two ways to make money there. Okay. In terms of the way that my company operates, I have nine people on an hourly wage. And after that, it's just paint. So the margins are independent of how much we spend on paint and labor. And then for whatever's left over is for salary for me and dividends in terms of profit. Okay. So does that help you answer your question? 
Yeah, I, I, I think for me, I, when, I, when, I, when, I, when I thought about this, I thought, okay, there's two ways, obviously. Like, what, there's one way of you, you doing it, or there's a percentage of... Well, this percentage what, is the subcontractor way, I think. Yeah. is That's where you're going with, is if I sell the yeah. job for 10000 and I call my subcontractor and he only wants 40% of whatever I sell, then he gets four grand. Correct. It's the same thing. I just classify the people I'm paying differently because ultimately for them to complete the job in X amount of time, it may cost 4,000. So it doesn't matter. It's, it's, it's still, you get a, whatever you sell, you ultimately end up with a percentage of it. So that's, you know, but you have to, when you, sorry, when you went from transitioning from, from you painting, obviously you started off yourself by yourself as just one person as you Tanner, and then it grew as in, you probably got a family member or friend or whoever, and then it right. one, two, three, four, all the way. Right. Through. Absolutely. I you, never started. You, I never painted by myself. Ever. There was you never, never painted by yourself. No. I started with my dad. He was the guy that actually painted, and I would like start rider, selling the job. Like rider, ride the same okay. story. All right. So we yeah. would. Start, I would sell the jobs. I would. I would paint with him in the morning. I would schedule my estimates like at like two or three p.m. and I go do estimates. I didn't have many of them, but I was using Home Advisor. Home Advisor made it easy to find jobs because they just sent me leads and I have a sales background. So there would be people that would answer the phone and I would say, and they would be like, oh, well, I, I'm not ready for an estimate. And me being in sales, I said, no problem. What day works for you? Oh, well, I, I don't need an estimate. And I'd say, no, actually, I'm going to be in your area is your address, blah, blah, blah. And they'd be like, well, yeah, that's my address. Perfect. I'm going to be there in, in, in 30 minutes. I have an appointment right there. I'll stop by. It'll take me 10 minutes. And then I, and I get the estimate and I would use that sales strength to keep us busy. And then I was like, you know what? All right, time to bring someone else on time to bring someone else on time to bring someone else on. And then that turned into at first they were subcontractors. They were guys that ran their own businesses, independence, right? That yeah. and we invited them to work alongside us. Then I yeah. was like, this isn't working. These guys have low standards, just like what you're explaining to me. I yeah. need to find right. employees. Correct. Yes. And then I built my business with employees. Employees, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Because it's very hard. Obviously, there's people listening. Is there people listening on podcasts as well? They will be in, in the future. Oh. But yes, if you want to speak okay. to them, you so, can. So what, what I'm trying to get at is there'll be times where somebody has pick up, picked up bad habits, okay, that they have to unlearn. So somebody like that, it's very, I've, I've tried to test this with my wife. Right. Why? I'll give you an example. Is she didn't know X, Y, Z. So it's easy to teach her to do something right. the way I want to be or to get somebody who's already made up and like teach them a different way. Right. Does it make sense? So I see that same thinking as, okay, if this guy doesn't know how to do even lift a brush, you show him and he's going to know because you show him that way. And that's the only way he, that he knows. Right. Whereas if some, somebody's been taught a different sort of way, he's going to have them bad habits of doing it a certain way. And he'll go back to the bad habits and you have to keep correcting him and you have to keep watching him and say, you're doing it again, go back to this way. Because it happens with obviously dessert place. So I'm thinking, okay, this is what I need to do with this now is I'd rather get an apprentice and build them up right. than to get like somebody with experience pay here who's been doing it five or 10 years. But then if I get an apprentice, my time is limited because obviously right. I'm teaching them as well as me doing the painting side. Does it make Absolutely. sense? It does make sense. And there's, you know, here's, here's, here's my point on that because it's, it's very important that, you know, when you're trying to create a system, you have to understand that, you know, you have to be mindful of the type of jobs that you're taking in terms of the skill set that's required to do those jobs. Because let me, let me say this, if you're only taking Venetian plaster in your business, cause you, you can do it. Okay. And you're expecting to bring someone on to do something that you've learned for 20 years, good luck, right? I'm about systems. And I know that the easiest system, not the highest profit, not the highest skill. I know that I can make a higher profit margin painting cabinets. I know that I get two to three calls per week to ask me to do cabinets. I know that, but guess what that will do? That will break my system. My system is wall ceilings, trim doors. So whenever anyone in my company leaves, I can replace them and the system never breaks. Because I don't need super high level skill. I just need somebody that can cut a straight line and spray a door every now and then. 
I could teach someone that if they have if they if they have the mindset to learn. You're right. You're right. And the, you, and the your reason, system well, yeah. will protect you. And and as a business owner, you could be your greatest enemy if you get the get the tingly feeling to take on popcorn removal, or you get the tingling feeling to take on staining things that you don't have experience with. You are compromising the system, and that not only compromises in terms of the time that you're going to spend, but it's going to compromise the learning curve of the people and the expectations that they're held to. And it's going to drop the morale of your company because ultimately they are experienced in that. So you come there with a certain expectation that they can't hit because you set them up for that. So not necessarily saying you, I'm just saying that you have to be yeah. systematic. There's companies yeah. that are going to be systematic like me, and we're going to win every time. But majority of the companies out there are taking whatever they can. They're not tied to the system. And I use this analogy a lot. You guys got Starbucks out there in the UK? Yeah, yeah, yeah of course we have. Yeah. yeah. So do you believe that because Starbucks has so many customers, do you believe that they could throw a grill in Starbucks and start cooking burgers if they wanted to? And make money? Yes. Make they money, sure. But They're what would that do for the people that come there for coffee? Well, Donna. They're going to go, they're going to leave because they want, they come there for quick coffee, not for a burger. So people come to me for a fast, efficient wall, ceiling, trim door paint job, not for other things. Cause I don't want my other customers who are coming to me for that to wait too long where I can't even touch them. I took a cabinet job today. Guess what? That's going to put my team out for a week. So the people that come to me for what I'm actually really good at, they're not going to get me. You see? And then if you was to do that job, that cabinet job yourself for the system to carry on flowing, it'll take away from your the, time away listen, from putting work into get me going on my system. I have my own system for sales, follow-ups on a certain day, amount of follow-ups, emails sent. This is my own system that I developed. I like that, I like that how you so, do that. That's why one of the reasons why I, it got me thinking to follow up. And I was right. like, uh, do you feel a bit desperate or am I keep, am I keep asking this customer? Do I, do you, do you know what I mean? As, as a painter, I don't know if you've read one of my posts, I'll put it up a couple of while. You probably haven't, but if, a, a couple, about a month ago. I may have. I hiring a painter and who's not booked in for a couple of months doesn't necessarily mean that he's not good at what he does. It's probably because he might have had a cancellation or something might have right. popped up with the customers or whatever it was. So this is when you go out to look for a painter, trying to book in advance. So sure. sometimes my motto is this. I always, for the social media, I always look better than we are. So then people think, wow, do, that's all they're there for. Because when they're on social media, they're looking for entertainment. I think everyone does that, just not just in business. <laughs> <laughs> you're right there. You're right there. You're absolutely, it has to be the perfect post, the perfect yeah. picture everything but yeah. yeah i understand what you mean so for me transitioning for myself from i've always said this i would like to grow the company but to grow the company i like to put in money i would like everyone to be on sprays i would like ever because that's where the finishes the sprays i would like everyone to be on space i want it to be taught a certain way but to transition myself from just me one person to 10 people in the space of just say a year for instance right because i know it can be done because in the uk the one of the reasons why I got into the painting industry is when I started this company, me and my mate, we started in the construction game. Okay. Then he wanted to do, do you know plastering? Yes. Yeah. So he wanted to do his plastering because that's what he's good at. And I said to him, well, you want to do jack of all trades and I don't want to, I want to become masters of one and then slowly, gradually maybe right. do other things. Okay. So he, has made some mistakes for the past six months to a year to obviously doing that. And then once he's seen how I done it, he just focuses on one thing now. Yeah. And he, he can be the best me. plasterer. And that's, if that's all he does, and that is cool. I don't care. You, and, yeah. and I'll be honest yeah. with you. If you are passionate yeah. about spraying and you just want to do cabinets, just do cabinets, yeah, right? Correct. Don't yeah. do walls. You're going to be asked to do this yeah. stuff. Don't yeah. do it. Right. Yeah. So it, you know, there's, it, it's, it's diverse, but I will be honest with you. If you come away with anything from here, the next time you pick up a paintbrush, just know that your business is dying. And I don't mean yeah. to be harsh there, but it is because yeah. it's either going to yeah. be, it's either going to be growing or it's going to be dying. And every time that you take away time that you could be spending marketing, 
selling and by marketing, guess what? If you have eight hours in a day and you knocked on a hundred doors in an hour, okay, that's 1.25 per minute. Okay. I guarantee you'll find somebody to let you paint something. So that is time wasted that you could be marketing. Now, yes, there's more convenient ways to do it, which are paying people to do it or getting on Google and all that stuff. But remember, you're most valuable in a sales and marketing role. That's it. There's no more discussion after that. And until you can adopt that, then we could talk about greater systems and having everybody have the perfect sprayer and the, and the vans lined up perfectly and all this stuff. But those guys who are accomplishing that, you know, they, they have people painting for them and they're able to actually focus on those things. Does that make sense? It makes, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, I give you example, small little example to the detail of work that I, I do, right? To what we do, I would like our workers to, and our employees to do. We have our own hoovers, we have our own brushes, we have our own mop buckets, we have all that. Generally, we have every single tool in, in terms of painting. Now, around me, nobody has that kind of stuff. We have the uniform, which paint kings on, nobody even has that. Does it make sense? So in yeah. terms of going forward, we're already ahead of the game because they'll just look at us and think, Jack, okay, they're wearing this. Jack, you have no one working for you, bro. I know, I know, I know this. When you, I know, but, but listen, you're the one who just told me in the beginning of this thing that you don't say that you're the best. You're telling me that you're the best right now. And I'm coming at you saying, when you have four guys on every job and that is the system of paint kings, when customers and homeowners know, oh my gosh, Paint Kings comes in with four painters every time. They're all dressed professionally. They all show up on time. They all are courteous and they are kind. Your business will explode. Mm. Okay. The mind frame, getting the mind frame I'm trying to say is if you was to obviously in a different approach is like if somebody else was to copy us, the, what we're doing, we're about to do, should I say, right? I shouldn't be living in the bubble. It's right what you're saying. Yeah, I'm living in a bubble, right? It's, <laughs> It's, I've got it all here. So it's all set. It's just for me to put it into action. Does it make sense? And I think I need that push from someone like yourselves to say, Jack, have you done it? And then the next day, why have you not done it? Did it? And I think you will be doing that because you are good at following. I care, enough. So? I care enough, but I don't need to do that every day. I just know no that you probably won't, we probably won't connect again until there's growth because Correct. I gave you everything I had here. I really came at you in a way that maybe was a little aggressive. Hopefully it sparked something in you, but you can't have another conversation again. That's just how I operate until we pass wherever you are now. And my thing is the next time we speak, I should hear that you have a full-time employee that you're keeping busy. And even if you've been able to keep your busy, yourself busy for this long, right? Yeah. You've managed. So that means that you, if you step away, you can keep someone else busy. Will you make the same amount of money? Yes or no? no? No. Okay. Will you make less money? Yes. But does that free you to do what? Grow in the business. And make more money. Correct. Okay. Because right now, when I was you, I was only making money on one job at a time. Now I'm making money on two jobs. And although, yes, if I wanted to, okay, I can go out, I could fire everybody and find a $7,000 job to do by myself every week. I could do that if I wanted to. Okay. Yeah. I would be burnt out. It'd be a poor experience for my customers. I, I would make close to the same amount of money on a net income basis. Okay. If it were like five grand a week, right. I could, but ultimately there's no system there. And eventually I'm going to run into the position where I won't be able to keep myself as busy as I have been. Because I, I'm not selling anymore. I'm, I'm deep in the brush. I'm sweaty. Going to estimates, sweating, you know, in a rush. Hanging up on people. Uh, what was it? Pre-qualifying people. Hey, how big's the house? Oh, sorry, we don't do it. Because I'm tired. Even though I know that I could go to anyone's house and build value. And, and show them why they need to do more than what they think they need to do. Okay. So all these things come into play. And we can have a totally different conversation. I've got to cut us off, man. That is our time for the episode, but That's I expect fun. to hear you back, man. I really want you back here and I really want to hear what happened. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I personally think obviously at the moment, at the moment, 
I'm not saying to you, I will not go and hire somebody tomorrow. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying is my focus is paintings as well as the dessert place because it's switched. I don't know if you have got, have you got two businesses? Did you say you did? Yeah, you did. Didn't you? Software company and uh, premium painting. Software company works by itself. You got somebody running it or it works by no. itself? Or? Software company needs my attention right now because it's, it's early on, but I'm able to give it my full attention because premium painting is running itself. And I'm sitting here coaching you, which even though I don't accept any money to do this, I see it and I treat it just like it's a business. So three. Yeah. It's, it's, it's good. It's good. Yeah, uh, listen, I, where are we I going think, with this? I, 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 think, I think what you're saying, what you're saying is it's 100% true, right? Whether you've been harsh, whether you've been soft, it's been true, right? I think the, the problem will still lie itself within me to actually making that first move. But until I do that, just expect Tanner's not going to pick the phone up. So if you want to move forward and explain, yeah, Tanner, guess what? Yeah, I've hired this guy and he's doing this. But then you're right, right, that's great, right? How are you going to get the next one? How are you going to get, oh, okay. So he's actually, you're going to actually think, okay. He's actually made an effort. Even though he's got a lot going on, he's made an effort. So you can see that I'm trying then. Yeah. And if I, just turn, if I just turn the phone off and I don't even do anything, you don't even you speak to me again. I'll never know. But listen, but here's the thing. This is for you, man. This is yeah. your business. It's your family. It's your life Correct. right Correct. now. And this is why I do this because I want to be this, the person that gives you that push. And I'm being honest with you. I know the law of diminishing intent. You know what that is? No. Diminishing intent means right now you're as excited as you'll ever be to take this next step. Okay. The longer you wait, that excitement diminishes. Okay. That's it. It diminishes. It goes down. Law of diminishing intent. So tomorrow, you're not going to have this spark that I'm giving you from my soul that says, Jack, yeah. Yeah. hire someone. Put out an ad today. Okay. okay. Are you on Snapchat? No. Okay. Do you use all social media? Instagram, Facebook. LinkedIn? LinkedIn. Okay, cool. Right. Now I'm going to follow you, follow you on all these other platforms. So just by me and like talking to you, I'm actually learning at the same time. Right? I appreciate I'm that kind of person. I want you. I want you. I am going to go. And I'm telling you now, you'll see it. And then you're going to say, thanks, man. Right. And I will literally, not on Instagram, not straight because Instagram's a different approach. You've got to approach them differently. So I will be putting something up probably by the end of this week on Instagram. But on the rest of them, Ooh. Inst on no, the rest there, of there's these companies now you have indeed i know that you guys have have job company yeah indeed zip recruiter i know that those are available to you i mean we're not looking yeah. for people that are scrolling on instagram we're looking same deal right you want to talk about lead services do you want the people on facebook yeah you'll get some facebook leads no, but they're I, don't not get, as committed. I, yeah. no, I know i'm just saying they're not as committed as people that search for your services on google in the same yeah. way when people go to Indeed, they're what? Looking for a job. You don't want somebody on Instagram just hanging out, eating cheese puffs, looking through, and then seeing your ad come up. Be deliberate, you know? Be deliberate. If you really want somebody and you believe that you're going to find somebody, you got to have that drive in you to, to maybe be uncomfortable with learning how to post on Indeed or being vulnerable and looking at other postings to get ideas. Like That's the type of drive that you have to have. And I think that the approach of LinkedIn and Facebook, that's a lazy approach. You're going to get lazy results. So okay. that's what I got for I, you. I'm, I'm going to obviously cut you short as well because obviously you need to go as well. What we're going to say to you is, by the end of this week, Donna, I am going to hire somebody. And that's oh, that's what I... Okay. That's what and if I, I don't, if I yeah. don't, delete me off Instagram, delete me off everything, block me and everything. And, and anyone, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that... Anyone who listened to this episode in its entirety is cheering for you, man, yeah. because this is a hard thing to do. And I'm not, I'm just giving you motivation, brother. I know that yeah, you can, yeah, yeah, but yeah. you're ultimately you, you're ultimately yeah. responsible. If you believe that you can do it, I don't care if you have a job, man, yeah, you'll yeah, get yeah. one when you yeah, have yeah, somebody yeah, that's yeah. counting on you. Yeah, so you can yeah. do it. All right, man, I'm going to cut us off, but we'll catch up Always. and we we'll will talk up. soon. Bro. All right, man. Take care.
Hey, I just want to take a second to thank you for joining me here on the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Um, I'm just going to take this opportunity to let you know that my passion is coaching people, helping people. Um, I've changed my Instagram name to at Contractor Coach, and I did that because that is my passion. I want to help you, so please reach out to me. If you have an issue going on in your business, send me an email Find me on Instagram, message me, and let's do a breakthrough session. I want to work through your problems in your business to help you get to that next level. And, and one thing that I always say is this, you know, the difference between those that get over the humps and the hurdles in business is just a change in perspective. And that's what I plan to offer you. So get with me, message me, allow me to help you take your business to the next level.